laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I... I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have s such doubts. <laughs> Episode 32. Uh, with Anginari. We've got a review of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and, of course, movie news and what we've watched. Ariana, what did you watch this week? Um, I watched that new movie with Rachel Brosnahan that was released on Amazon Prime called I'm Your Woman. It was like a crime. It's basically like just showing the perspective of a mob wife and kind of what she had to go through. And then she ends up kind of being befriending this um, black couple and their son and it was it was okay. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Um, I thought that the acting was really good, but I'm kind of waiting for her to act in something that isn't really relying upon, like... Who is this? Rachel Brosnahan. She's Maisel. Oh, I haven't seen that. So, or I've seen a little in bit Miss Maisel, she's really relying on, like, the costumes, I feel like, in the in the era. And this film, it was in the 70s, so it's kind of a similar thing. And I'm, I'm wondering if she can do a movie where she doesn't have to rely so heavily on that. Um, but it was decent. I watched The Handmaiden, which is like a romance thriller. It's South Korean. It's directed by Park Chan-wook. It's definitely a weird, uh, explicit movie, but it was it was good to watch, and I'm going to check out some of his other stuff this week. Um, I watched this that miniseries, Dez. I don't know. I saw it being promoted on YouTube. David Tennant plays... Um, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Dennis... He's a serial killer in England. Um it's three yes three part miniseries but i the thing that i thought was great about it was that they started with the arrest of the serial killer rather than doing the thing that they always do which is really kind of ex being a little bit gratuitous with the violence um but david Tennant was really good in that and then i watched servant which is that m night Shyamalan produced <laughs> uh apple tv miniseries really good with rupert grint and rupert grint is he's i liked he him good? in it he's AKA yeah he plays Ron like a Weasley. philly guy and i like the he has uh, a philly accent yeah there's some moments that's where the, very strange yeah there's some moments where like, he slips out of it but i love like I, don't get me wrong i love rupert grint but like who, is he the first choice to be play like a philly you know a philly guy like i don't know it's just it was a random strange. casting but i'm glad i saw him in something and uh the lead girl the girl who plays one of the lead characters is actually the daughter of Cersei and Jamie Lannister. Oh. Um, one of the... Something with an M, Marcella? right? Marcella? Marcella, I think. Something like that, yeah. Dennis Nilsson's the serial killer. That's his name. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I watched this week. Uh, let's see. Mandalorian season two finale. Uh, I'm torn on it. I don't want to spoil it, but I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. There are some choices that I didn't like. I really liked how they capped things off. Um, and you, when, if you watch it, I mean, it was only came out on Friday, so I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't watched it yet, but, um, I like the way they capped certain things off. Uh, I didn't like how they handled certain things. <laughs> I feel like when you watch this episode, you're not going to know exactly what I talked about, but still very good. Can't wait for the next season. 
Boba Fett is also getting his. They had like a little end credit scene. So if you're watching this episode, if you haven't watched the episode yet, stay till the end credits. There's a little mini scene of Boba Fett that's worth the watch for sure. Uh, I finished Star Wars Clone Wars series. Like I said, it's seven season, but there was a couple seasons where I probably skipped half the episodes. It's 20 minute episodes. It's a really easy watch. Um, season seven just came out this year. Um, the show was on from 2012, but I think they took a slight break and then they released the final season on Disney plus, which was only like 12 episodes. And then season six was only like 13 episodes, but, um, really good, uh, end the, it tied in really well with revenge of the Sith. So, uh, the last, like the last few episodes, especially. So that was awesome. And I watched Polar Express this week. Um, shout out Dan if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was a, a tradition for us to watch it. Um, and it was, you know, we just basically talk over it the entire time and give our own commentary. But, uh, I mean, it's a good movie. It's creepy watching it now because back when back when that movie came out, the, um, the technology for the animation was like very... It had a hundred sixty-five million dollar budget. Wow! And like a lot of the, a lot of the animation was like those things with the little dots on their face. Like that's why like Tom Hanks CGI? plays like kind of not really. I oh, mean, I don't kind know. of um, like the way that uh, like how Benedict Mark Ruffalo Cumberbatch and like yeah does Benedict the, the uh, smog, smog yeah. thing. Yeah, which is weird. Like why do they need him to put something on his face to be a dragon? Like I know he's like talking as a dragon. he had to emulate the dragon yeah, if, have, if you guys haven't seen that and, you need yeah, to watch him smart. rolling there's around. a video on youtube if you're watching that also watch the video of, <laughs> hugh, of hugh jackman he's doing the voiceover dubs for logan and he's just running through the forest he's like arr, arr, arr. it's very funny um, I gotta watch so that watch that this. yeah so we're gonna have to watch that um so yeah that's it for what we watched uh let's get into the movie news uh, Variety released a list of the worst movies of 2020. Some of the movies included on the list are Doolittle, which I heard was fucking <laughs> awful. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. Hold on before we get yeah. to it. And 365 days slash after we collided, basically, in Ariana put in parentheses, basically an Italian slash Polish porno. I unfortunately watched like the first hour of that movie. Oh, what? Did the, 360, the 360... Where do you find it? It was on movies? Netflix. Oh. No, it was like being promoted oh, on Netflix. Oh, 365 days. Oh, that's that movie that everyone was promoting on... T- everyone was saying on TikTok. So it was like a TikTok trend to watch that movie. It was like a very, yeah, very sexual movie. It was literally movie. just porn. Like, But even, the acting was so bad. I'm like, why wouldn't they just make this... a like and it wasn't like like they were literally showing like everything so i'm like this is just a porn <laughs> like this isn't a movie it was a phenomenon though like on tiktok for sure um but yeah even it's though, basically like, an even worse good. version of like i think um 50 shades of gray uh even though i've never seen that i can imagine like the plot was even way le- like, but it made more way less like more sexual i'm pretty sure yeah that's what i mean it was way more sexual but like even the concept was so weirdly thrown together um yeah so what did you want to say about i'm thinking of ending things you thought it was good though yeah, so that's why I thought it was well. I could see why people. It's one of those things where people can love to hate it because it can. You can kind of interpret it as a pretentious movie. I'm definitely not one of those people that's like it's the best movie I've seen all year. It isn't. It's a good movie. Um, but there's definitely things to critique about it. But it was certainly a, a good movie. So I, I don't know. They just had a list of it was like ten movies total. So I, it wasn't like var, the Variety magazine itself. It was like two editors, I believe, who compiled their own list. So. Mm. yeah weird list weird list was, um, yeah there i mean really Doolittle anything. deserves it and i'm sure i mean 365 days probably deserves it yeah but you're trying to tell me you couldn't find worse movies and i'm thinking of ending things like i think you probably could that's what but it was just like someone it was two different people picking their top five worst movies so like that was okay. in their opinion um lily james and sebastian stan to play pamela anderson and tommy lee in hulu series via variety 
This project will delve into the tumultuous relationship between the rock star and the model slash actress, including the infamous incident in which their honeymoon sex tape was stolen and leaked to the public. Rob Siegel will serve as the writer on the eight episode series with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg producing via Point Grey. Um, who cares? I feel like people, really you don't care you, about that. You care about this? I don't big. give a shit. People are. Uh, I don't I know why people, people are, are pretty invested in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in it. I'm curious about I don't it. Know. I don't know if I really like either of those also, actors. Also, but just though. like Tommy Lee being married to Brittany Furlan, the Vine star, you know that, right? You know what oh, I'm talking right. about, right? He's, oh like, my god, I just remember that, that. If you are, if you're out there while listening to this, look up Brittany Furlan's um, character reel on Is YouTube. She, One of the worst things ever. Like a bad person. Did she go through something where she was saying weird shit like I two mean, years ago? I mean, people on Vine 20, in 2013 were definitely saying some racist shit. I mean, because 2013, about... even though it was only seven years ago, was fucking ages ago in terms of like cultural um, changes. So, yeah, uh, that's why it just irks me. Like, I don't want to watch this, even though he's not in it. But we'll see. I mean, if people if people come out and saying this is fucking awesome, like I like Sebastian Stan. Seth Rogen, though? He, produ- he, Seth Rogen's a good, I mean, he's like that's a, a kind mind. of a weird like combination, though. Yeah. Um, the Proud Family producers, Bruce W. Smith and Ralph Farrakuar, uh, ink a Disney overall deal via Variety. Uh, we are via very happy to be continuing our relationship with Disney and look forward to creating even more truly authentic and diverse stories and characters for audiences worldwide. Smith and Farquhar said in a joint statement, we are also excited to have the opportunity to bring along a new wave of talented voices that will deepen the connection to Disney storytelling for years to come. Proud Family was the jam. Yeah, it was a good I show. Proud Family. Uh, so is this basically saying that they're going to have their existing series and then they're making more episodes, correct? I don't know if they're making more episodes. I think they're just working with trying to bring like I I they're giving they were, them a budget oh, to make bring oh, in new people like i thought they were doing just proud family like more episodes of the proud family you're saying they're doing like no new i projects? think they're just taking these people in to like help them i guess yeah probably get projects. some more diverse cool. voices in there so um, giving them a big budget yeah i mean like i like i love what's on disney plus currently but they need more original content so i mean obviously they announced that they had like the 10 new marvel shows and 10 new star wars shows the problem with Disney Plus is you're never going to get shows that are really pushing the boundaries because it's Disney. Like, they want to maintain that image. So you're never going to get, like, a lot of violence or a lot of, you know, I don't know, sexual scenes or whatever. You know, stuff like from actual legitimate dramas, you're never going to get that, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm a pig for that uh, that superhero <laughs> and Marvel and Star Wars slop. So Ew, they keep putting okay. it out. I'll keep eating it. I don't it. like this language. Um <laughs> We talked about this last week about the new Spider-Man movie, but Willem Dafoe is also returning as the Green Goblin in the upcoming Spider-Man film. <laughs> Avenge me! That's um, one of the best scenes. Deliver us! Say it! It was a fetish it! <laughs> fetish it! Us I think Willem Dafoe has maybe had one of the most like amazing like he's got he kind of like he was nothing for like ten years and then all no, of a sudden I mean people I feel like he was nothing are... to people like us. Maybe he was no, something he's to gotten the cultural moment now. Like, oh, since yeah, the he's lighthouse, back. he's coming back. It's in a hit, big it was Keaton way. first, now it's with Defoe. Yeah, the Keatonicans, the Defoe nah, yeah. Defoe is coming back. I cannot wait to see him as a Green Goblin, this even if it's for like two so minutes. I can't fucking, wait to see those it. Those movies were what 20 years ago, almost. I, f- I still think that the ending scene where he gets like stabbed is pretty that. gory. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. Do you think James Franco will make a return? Do you think they'll even put him in this? Pedophile because they really have they also have they also have the Sandman guy. Remember the Sandman guy in the third movie? He was a villain. I don't know. I There's don't no, care the, to see the James villain Franco in the in third anything. movie was the Sandman guy, and then James Franco is the Hobgoblin. Is it? Goblin. But what about the Venom guy? 
Oh, Ven- Venom's probably not going to be in this because Venom's like his own thing and Venom sucks. Like, Yeah, I hope they stick to... To- Topher Grace played Venom. And- I guess I do like Dr. Ock Doc better Ock is than good. the Sandman for sure. Oh, Sandman sucks. Sandman was like so, a new... Sandman was really annoying. Is uh, What's-His-Face going to be in it, though? Who? Um, the guy from Whiplash. Oh, yeah, he is. He oh, is. okay. Uh, J.K. Yeah, JK yeah, Simmons is yeah, coming back right. as J. Jonah Jameson. Well, Apparently, he's playing a bigger role, too, which he is so Get funny. Spider-Man. Well, yeah, if you've seen Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man movie, they had an end credit scene with him in it, and it was awesome. And if you play the Spider-Man game on PS4... He he has a podcast where he, where you're just listening to him just talk shit about Spider Man the entire time, which is funny. Um, and we also have the Tom Cruise uh, rant on COVID, which I'm gonna put the entire clip in here right now. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us, because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night, insurance companies, producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. That's it! No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. listen to it ariana did not it's fun it's <laughs> I, I, I cr- that cringes me out a little bit i thought i was gonna it. get cringed but it wasn't i mean look i think if i think if you're more if you're, if you're not a believer in that kind of uh like motivation i guess it would be you're probably not gonna like it i mean he's harsh to them we don't know the full story so like we don't know what else these people were doing that led tom to be like fucking pissed off but i mean he's not really doing it from a place of like i'm freaking out because i'm a diva he's mm-hmm. basically like we have these covid protocols we've already been delayed we're, we're losing all this money we're trying to we're trying to get the film industry back going basically you know and i, I think he was just frustrated gonna get it back. well no but a lot of i mean mission impossible the last one did very well i mean Didn't that other movie with emily blunt do it pretty well too aren't they making 
another one. Oh. It's another action yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, well, I just thought it was funny because someone was like, um, you're part of a anti-science cult. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's honestly, a weird, co- it's a weird honestly, combination. I we haven't heard much about it in a long time. I'd be interested to see if he's still in Scientology I'm just surprised not. that he, like, believes in COVID because of Scientology. Well, I guess whether, yeah. I guess whether he does or doesn't, he does know that, like, regardless of what he believes, the protocol is going to fuck them if anyone gets it on camera or on, um, on set, so... Yeah, I mean, it was. It's definitely. A, you should listen to it though. Uh, he has like a very eloquent. Like he has like a lot of motherfucks in there, but it's very, very eloquent. Like he has. I don't know how to describe it. He has a very like satisfying yelling voice. I'll say. Like I, I enjoyed him yelling. You <laughs> um, complete me. You complete me. Uh, War of the Worlds too. Great performance by him. I can um, go for that. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, let's get into the review. It's going to be a short review. We had some technical difficulties. Basically, I lost, lost my notes, notes right before this. It was a fucking shit show. But we're going to go over you know, some parts of it. I guess before we get into some spoilers, because you wrote your notes down, so we'll touch upon the scenes that you touched upon. Um, and then I can hopefully that'll jog my memory a little bit. But uh, I guess we'll go, would you recommend watching this? Yeah, it's very short. So did you like it that short? I didn't. It didn't feel short though. In my opinion, it, it didn't. was weird. I thought I literally it. It honestly was a play. Mm-hmm. Very much like a play. So in terms of set, and in some ways that kind of made me sad because I feel like they underused a lot of what they could have done. Even the music. The music was pretty sparse. The music was my one of my big complaints about that. They barely use. They barely. They really needed more music, it. even just in the background in the in the rehearsal scenes. I mean, we don't want to spoil, but. Yeah, there should have been more music. Um, I think as a Chadwick Boseman last performance, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Viola Davis, pretty awesome. They kind of underused her too, though. Yeah, but I think that was almost kind of her, like, the allure of her character, maybe. I don't know. Like, she would, <laughs> we'll get into it. But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think you should definitely watch it. If you're, I mean, obviously, if, like, you're a, mu- a music lover and, like, a lover of that old, the history of blues and jazz and all it's that stuff. It's a lot stuff, of dialogue. It's a lot of dialogue. Um, it's a play. not a lot. It's a it's a play. <laughs> not a lot of moving around. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it, and it's a short watch. It's an hour and thirty minutes. So yeah, but like, barely though, because the credits go for like twenty minutes. No, it's like ten minutes. So I don't know. It's, hour it's twenty five yeah, minutes. Like an hour twenty five. It's, really um, it's short. short. It's a short movie. So like, it's not like a taxing movie to watch. Um, but yeah, let's get into the you know just the summary. So Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is a twenty twenty American drama film directed by George C. Wolfe and written by Ruben Santiago Hudson, based on the play of the same name by August Wilson. Produced by Denzel Washington, Todd Black, and Danny Wolfe, the film stars Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman in his final film appearance with Glenn Turman, Coleman Domingo, and Michael Potts in supporting roles. The project was originally announced alongside Denzel Washington's Fences in twenty thirteen as part of his ten picture deal with HBO. Damn. The adaptation eventually moved to Netflix with the cast joining in t- July 2019 and filming commencing filming commencing that same month in Pittsburgh. Damn, quick movie. That's, yeah. Um, I can see why it was a quick, mo- quick movie because it was... So, spoilers. We'll just disclaim spoilers. Yeah. Um, so, the movie is essentially about uh, Ma Rainey. She's the mother of blues. Um, they call her the mother of blues. Like she invented blues, even though she kind of says in the movie she didn't, but like she maybe might, might've been the first most popular blues singer. It's 1927. Um, it starts off with like a very brief tent scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a kind of like a secret concert. It feels like, right? Like, yeah. because you're, you're obviously it's all African-American people. It's in the 1920s in the South, I think at least. Yeah. In this part. She started in the South. And she starts, I mean, and like the first glimpse you get of Viola Davis is like her makeup. She, I mean, obviously she looks exactly like Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the makeup's insane. Uh, I mean, is there a word for that? Like, what that style is that you would know? Like, I don't even um, know. I mean, it's just, yeah, it was like, the, that was kind of the style. That it's like flappers. And yeah. She had like those, the thin eyebrows. She had, like, I mean, she also was in, just constantly sweating too, oh, which is like. She made me feel so hot. I, I was know, like, oh man, I must have so hot in that studio. Like, she was literally just sweating. I felt like she was glistening the entire time. Um, but I it guess starts, she did actually gain weight for that too. So. Did she? Yeah. I, yeah. I, was, I mean, she I'm looked sure bigger, but I thought it was more. just, um, you know, just like a She's suit or something. Shape, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, right off the bat, you get a glimpse of like the costumes and the makeup. That's kind of like the most striking. And then obviously it starts off with the performance by, by her. And then we transition to like her moving kind of North. Like there's a little segue of like, okay, Hey, she's gaining popularity. She's going North. And we have a kind of like a way bigger production in the North. And we get our first glimpse of like the band and Chadwick Boseman. And the first thing you get of Chadwick Boseman, he plays Levy Green. He's the trumpet player. He's flirting with that girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's this girl who's, you know, a cute young girl who's with Ma Rainey in the band. You kind of don't really know who she is, but. She's like her girlfriend, I think. Well, we're, get- yeah. we're going to get to that. But at that, point, at that point, you're just like thinking like she might be a part of the act almost. Mm-hmm. So then they're, record- they're going to the recording studio. Uh, the entire movie takes place in this recording studio. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, except for like a couple like shots where we show Ma Rainey arriving, but like it's really just in the recording studio the entire time, different parts of the recording studio. Um, the, the first people who arrive are the band. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we get introduced to Mr. Irvin and Mr. Sturdivant. Mr. Irvin is Ma Rainey's uh, manager and Sturdivant is the owner of the studio. Uh, basically we're getting an idea that Ma Rainey is a pain in the ass to work with. Like yeah. she's a diva. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. You're going to take as much time as I want because she hasn't arrived yet. Like it's mm-hmm. it's on time. The band gets there. She hasn't arrived yet. So they put the band in the basement in the rehearsal room. We got a piano player, a bass player, a trombone player, and Levy, uh, the trumpet? trumpet player. So right off the bat, we have a they're, – they're rehearsing songs. And Ma Rainey is like one of our most famous songs, at least in this movie, is Black Bottom. And there's two versions. There's Levy's version, which he wrote, which is more upbeat, has more trumpet solos, whatever. And then you've got the original version that Ma Rainey wants to sing. You can already tell that Levy doesn't want, like he's the, he wants to be the star. He wants his own band. He's got a lot of talent. He can write songs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Did you like, I really liked the interplay between the band members and Levy, even though it was like the the main part of the movie, them just busting balls on each other the entire time. I liked it. Like I thought they had really good chemistry. Yeah. I liked the, I liked the, the back and forth and the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought like the, yeah, I thought Viola Davis is pretty funny in this movie. She was, there's some moments we'll get to, but she was, um, and you, there's a lot of conversations going on. It, it, during this like there it's a sharp script i would yeah, say you, yeah it's pretty sharp mank esque and it's it, but pace, in a good way yeah. but in a good way like there's no references that are really going over your head like it's more just like they're talking fast they're slinging uh you know like um slang and stuff from that time period so um chadwick is basically saying a lot of what they're going over is like the the black man struggle obviously in this time but levy is more on the side of I don't want to settle because mm-hmm. I'm black. I want to achieve the most. And the other guys, the older, and, the, and he's young. Mm-hmm. The older guys, you know, they're older guys. They're like, you just got to take what you can get. As a black mm-hmm. man in this time, like, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're cast down upon, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of like the big opposition between those two. And Levy thinks, he's like, Levy's like, I'm going to play my song. And everyone's like, Ma Rady, Ma Rady, what Ma Rady wants, Ma Rady gets. Yeah. Because the studio is telling him to play his version of the song too. But we find out that they don't mean anything, basically. Yeah. Um, 
So Ma Rainey <laughs> arrives late, very late. She gets in a car accident <laughs> on her way there. Her nephew is driving. And she's also got this girl with her. We don't know at the time, but it's her girlfriend, which was like a surprise to me. I don't know. I was just like, I didn't expect her to just have a girlfriend. Um, So they get there late. Ma Rainey basically has Mr. Irvin pay off the cop. Because I think mm-hmm. she pushed over. She like assaulted the guy who was in the who was in the other car. <laughs> yeah. And like Mr. Urban like paid off the cop to be to get it just get it smooth over and get her inside the building. So once she gets inside the building, what like what's the first holdup she has? I think the first holdup is that she wants she wants her nephew to to do the intro. Yeah. But I think there was something else. But so she wants her nephew to do the intro to the song Black Bottom. There's like a voice info ba- voice intro basically saying like, "Hey, here's Ma Rainey. He has a stutter. Yeah. And she's like. We're going to do it as many fucking times as he can do it because he, you know, he, I don't care. Basically, she's saying there's a part later where she's like, she says she's talking to the trumpet player, Cutler, I think his name is, mm-hmm. and, or the trombone player, excuse me, the Cutler. Cutler. Um, and she's like, look, like all these people want me for is my voice. Like once they have it in their recording machine, you know, the record machine, mm-hmm. they don't need me anymore. She's basically like, I'm a whore. Like after that, like once they get. Once they get what they have, they have no use for me anymore. So I'm gonna make them fucking earn it, basically. Like she's gonna make she's gonna make their life hell to to get that recording. So she delays the recording. It felt like hours, like just to even start recording. And then of course she tells Levy, like, we're doing my version, not your version. Mm-hmm. He freaks out. What was the scene between Levy? So Levy Oh, here's it. Here it is. Okay, so Sturdivant wants him to write a couple songs, Levy. Mm-hmm. And Levy writes the songs. He gives them to, to Sturdivant. And like he's smiling and saying, yes, sir, and everything. And then all the band members are like ragging on him. Because like, yeah. oh, you know, you're you're studying the white man or you're doing this, you're doing that. And then Chadwick goes on this long diatribe basically saying, my mother was raped by eight white men. My dad left. My dad came back. He killed four of the white men. Basically saying like, the white men, I don't, he's like basically saying, my life has been ruined by white men. I know how to handle myself around around white men. He also men. is kind of implying he's biding his time. Yeah. Like also, like also. I'll smile on their face now, and then like I'll basically and then get I'll, them back. Yes, exactly. The only thing I would say about these scenes, powerful as they were, they went on a little too long. Like his dialogues went on a little too long. Did you not feel I, that a little well, bit? Well, I felt that it was. I should say. In the way that I just was looking at it as a play, like I was like, yeah, it makes sense as a play because it's kind of it has like that sort of writing and. Blocking just the way it was, yeah, block, yeah. Um, it was a long dialogue, but I think they were trying to get him very good. I mean, I yeah, liked it. showing off his his acting. Yeah, and um, so that's like that was a big that was a big scene. Like he killed it in this. I thought, like, yeah, he was, he was awesome. excellent. Um, and so yeah, then we get like Vinyl Davis and her girlfriend. Like she's like molesting her girlfriend in the in the room, <laughs> and and like. The girlfriend kind of has no. She just kind of does whatever. It seemed like she was maybe like kind of going for the money. You think because there was a couple points. There was a couple points where like Marini, she's like, "Oh, I need new shoes." And Marini's like, "Oh, you'll get wherever you want." Right. And she's Marini's very protective over her. Like if you look at her the wrong Mm -hmm. way, this girlfriend, he's she's pissed. And Sylvester's just like in the room, her nephew, like playing piano, like knowing that this girl's getting just groped behind him. Um, (laughs) I liked the nephew. The nephew was cute. So they end up starting the recording. Um, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. They end up doing Ma Rainey's version, yeah. not his version, Levy's version, obviously. And they have to do it six times. Seven, I think. They do, yeah, they was... do it They do it the first time, and then the mic doesn't capture it. Like, they finally mm-hmm. get it done, the mic doesn't capture it, and then they have to do it again. Ma Rainey almost storms out. And she wants a Coke. She wants a Coke. Before <laughs> she starts recording, she's like, it's hot, I need my Coca-Cola. <laughs> 
and he's like, oh, you know, we didn't have any, we didn't have any time. Like the manager's like, I need my Coca-Cola. She freaks out. And she's like, you're too cheap to get me a Coca-Cola. Also, it's pretty easy to get a Coke. Oh, like, very get easy. Get her a Coke. Very easy. So then like, they send the band members out. They, she gets the Coke. And then there's like a scene where she's just guzzling it down yeah. like right into the mic. And it was like very disgusting. Um, that made me want a Coke it, so uh, The Coke looked so... Because it was so. she looked so hot in that room. Yeah. And then she's just drinking this cold Coke in the glass bottle. It's so good. Um, like I said, then they, they start the recording. They get Black Bottom down. They get it done. And... Uh, Right after, I think, they're back in, the band's done, right? Mm-hmm. They're going back to the rehearsal studio, the, the basically the basement room. And there's this fixation with that door. Maybe because, like, it doesn't actually go anywhere? Yeah, so yeah. there's a door into the room, and then they're, in the very beginning of the movie, they're in this rehearsal room, and there's a piano, you know, there's the instruments, and, and there's lockers, and Chadwick or Levy is just obsessed with this door in the back. He's like, this door wasn't here before. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this door here? And it's, like, barred. You can't get into it. And then um, when he gets fired, oh no, this is what happens. So after after the recording, uh, Levy gets in, fu- in a fight with Ma Rainey basically because he was playing some extra notes well, or also, whatever. They also had a scene showing him and the girlfriend. Oh, they fucked. Like, yeah, yes. messing around. Yeah, and uh, but she didn't know it. Ma Rainey didn't know. But she the other knew band that he was. Numbers. Yeah, the other band members knew he. So he brought her into like the rehearsal room and they had sex and they got caught basically. I mean, by the band members. Ma Rainey never knew about it. Uh, she saw, she him, saw eyeing him eyeing her, her but up. never, you know, so during the recording, this was after they had sex, during the recording, Chadwick Boseman's like looking her up and down while he's playing trouble. He's playing extra notes. Mm-hmm. He's improvising. After the recording, Maureen's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, stop playing these extra notes. Play my fucking version. I'm the boss. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to get my own band. I got my own talent. I got my own, you know, I'm going to write my own songs, blah, blah. And she fires him. He goes out and he goes down to the rehearsal room. He's, he's obviously pissed. He breaks and then he just ends up taking his anger out to break through that door. And it just leads to like an empty alley, basically mm-hmm. a closed in alley. Like it's just a brick wall four three brick walls and just looking up. Yeah. I guess what that mean, like maybe it's like signifying like. It's like you make your way through yeah. one obstacle and, and then, then you're still... stopped. Yeah. You're stopped by something else. Um, and the shoes were kind of a metaphor. The shoes were a thing. Yeah. What? I liked his shoes. No, I was just thinking about like the allegories and stuff. Like, I, I kind of would have to watch it again because it what the movie also wasn't what I was expecting. So then it kind of took me a moment to to adjust to the fact that yeah. it was more of like a dialogue thing. Yeah. He bought shoes at the very beginning, like yeah. very expensive shoes. Kind of be a more you know thing like he is his personality. Like he's very sh- like a showy, and but they're very expensive shoes. They're like a week's worth of pay, and he bought these shoes and he showed up to recording. And so after he gets fired, the band's all in the rehearsal room. Um, they're oh no I'm missing one part I'm sorry no notes were all over the place but cut, they get into another debate about God yeah they get into another debate about God so Chadwick Boseman's like fuck your God like God hasn't done anything for us Um, basically a lot of the a lot of the band members tell these long stories to get mm-hmm. to like the point of the conversation which was a conversation about God he tells a story about this guy Reverend Gates who goes to a town that he's never been to and basically gets murdered by White people, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chad Wilson's like, why do you believe in God? Like, he's a fucking asshole. Fuck your God. And then Cutler, who's the trombone player, freaks out because he's super religious. He's like, you blasphemous motherfucker. He punches him in the face. They get into a fight. And then Chad pulls out a knife. Yeah. And he's like coming at him with it. And then he's just kind of going on a long monologue diatribe. 
which I thought this one was where I thought it like went on a little tiny bit too long when he was like, where are you, God? Where are you? Just over yeah. and over. I just like kept imagining it, <laughs> like I said, as like a watching play. it. Yeah. And the audience or something. So mm-hmm. it was a little it different. Had, like that. Yeah. I had the very much had the, the beats and like of rhythm play, of a yeah. play. Um, okay. So finally I'm getting this. This scene was pretty crazy. So. Well, they also kind of, I mean, you can kind of tell throughout you know, Lev is his name Levy? Levy Levy's yeah. dialogue, yeah, that he has like a lot of ups and downs. Like yeah. he's very emotionally mm-hmm. like he can go from really cocky laughing to being like kind of mad and mad like, and depressed and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they're you know, he gets fired. They're down in the basement. Mr. Sturdivant, the owner of the studio, who wanted to pay him for the wanted him to record these songs initially, uh Levy that is. He comes down, he pays the band members. I don't think he pays Levy because he got fired. I don't see him hand him money. Yeah. So like then Levy comes after him. He's like, hey, you know, what about those songs? Like, when do you want me to record those songs? And Mr. Sturdivant's like, look, like I have my guys play them. Like, I don't really like them. They're not what I'm looking for. And of course, Levy's like protesting and protesting and protesting. Super pissed. He basically, the guys, Mr. Sturdivant's like, I'll give you five bucks for these songs. Like, that's all they're worth. Five bucks. He you bring me a song. Him. He lowballs them. And then, you know, Levy gets the hint. He goes back in the room. The piano player, who I don't know his name is, I, I don't think they said his name he, in the movie. Toledo. Fi- Toledo, okay. He steps on um, Levy's new shoes. Mm-hmm. And Levy does not take kindly to this. He's just freaking out. He's like, you stepped in my shoes. Like, You stepped in my shoes. What are you going to say? Like, What are you going to do? And Toledo's like, I said sorry. I said excuse me. I don't know what else you want me to do. He turns around. And fucking Levy stabs him. I was not expecting that. I was that. not expecting. He stabs, <laughs> I was him like, he stabs him and kills him. Right in that fucking room. That yeah, was intense. I know. Very <sighs> intense. Because what set him off, like, was that fucking guy lowballing yeah, him. Because like, he thought that was his chance. Mm-hmm. You know? That was his validation, basically. Yeah. And then the, pretty much the last scene you see is a white band and a white man playing Levy's song. Like a that big was band. So, All white. Yeah, so fucked. That was so depressing. So depressing. Because you hear Levy singing the song throughout the movie that he's writing, like Jelly Roll, like he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, my Jelly Roll, something like that. And in the end, it's just these flat fucking white people singing the song. You know, obviously culture vultures and, and all that shit. I mean, we all know about that. But And that was like the depressing end of this movie. Um, again, sorry, that was all over the fucking place. But we wanted to hit the, the main scenes that caught our interest. I mean, any other comments on this movie? I think we kind of talked about it. The one thing I... <laughs> <laughs> like a very like kind of comparable thing I was thinking about was what in that thing you do <laughs> oh. when the the guy who's the lead singer he wants Quits. the song to be slow oh. but then the 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 rest of the, the drummer is like no we're gonna pick this pick up the pace and yeah. like he kind of gets that people want like a more fast paced song or whatever oh, yes, it made me yes. think of kind of the way that uh, Levy was like no let's make this more upbeat yeah like, he says like, like people want to play these yeah. old jug jug music or old jug town music or whatever that the term is you know he he wants that people want to dance like that's the like that's what they want now they don't want this fucking old school blues shit that Ma Rainey wants and that's the constant battle between the, the him and the band and Ma Rainey um, yeah and that's the end of the movie uh, I really I liked it um it definitely wasn't what I was expecting when you watched the preview. Like when you watch the preview, you kind of expect a grander scale. Like you're like, I oh, thought gonna it was going to be like a there. musical too. It, oh, I didn't think of, it was not a musical, musical, but there was going to be more numbers, more performances. More... Yeah, yeah. They really only sing like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. <laughs> was she? Time. Was she singing? I don't know. Chavik was definitely singing because he was like singing live yeah. in that, and she sang live a couple times in that too. Yeah, 
I could tell when when she was singing live. Obviously, it was her. But then when yeah. when they were doing like the the recorded bits, I was like, is that her voice? I wonder. Yeah, if she it's was hard to tell. Um, so yeah, I mean, what'd you rate it? I gave it a seven point two. I gave it a seven nine. I, when I was finished, I really liked it. Looking back on it, I might lower it to like a seven seven maybe. I don't know. Some are high seven. It's hard though. to yeah. It's because it's like, Chadwick was really fucking good. The performances were really good. Like it, even the band members were awesome too. I like the band members. A lot yeah, too. it just wasn't like it wasn't it's the most exciting expe- thing to yeah, watch. It's, it's I'm a not slow burn. Lie. It's a slow burn. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the stab scene is really impactful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah damn. Um, I liked the brief shots we got at the beginning of her singing with all the like dancers and things like yeah. that. Yeah, like like I said, like from the previews, you think it's going to be a grander scale. It's really not at all. Why, <laughs> it's the smallest I'm, scale. I'm just kind of wondering why they wouldn't just. I don't. Well, was maybe that from just a play? keep it a play, but yeah. like do it lot. I don't know. The and and like was him killing Toledo kind of like the because Toledo was very much he was like the most staunch like do what you're told, take what you're given as a black man, mm-hmm. and like Levy was the complete opposite. They like they would battle. And like conversations throughout that entire time, so maybe that was signifying of something that he killed him. I don't well, know. like, try- yeah, I mean, killing of like the old way or yeah, like somebody, something who's, like that. I don't know. I, yeah, it's like it's a lot. I'd have to. It'd be also interesting to read that too. Yeah, like maybe I'll pick up the actual playbook. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was really sad. It was just sad to see all the stuff that he had gone through in his life, and then. Mm. Does this get yeah. screwed over so hard by that manager and then he lashes out and he obviously yeah. fucks himself over. Yeah, and everyone's like Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange, like the afterward of him killing him. Like the band members just in the room and obviously they're so freaked shocked. out. And yeah. Like, but it's just so yeah. And like immediately after he stabs him, Levy, he's he like feels he feels you, awful. Yeah. Like he's just sitting there like, Don't look at me like that. Like his eyes are wide open, this guy. <sighs> Yeah, it was yeah. fucking sick. Um, but shit. Yeah, sorry, this isn't a short episode this <laughs> this week, but um I think we kind of got out what we wanted to. Yeah, the movie, movie really wasn't that long. And it's like not like we can really recap like these long dialogue scenes. Yeah, yeah. it was hard keeping track of like where does this one scene end and this scene start? Um but yeah, it was really good. We're starting Lord of the Rings on Thursday. And then next week, I don't know what we're watching. We're gonna have to figure that out. Mm, um yeah. next week is after Christmas. Next Monday episode is after Christmas. Well, shouldn't we do an episode of like, I don't Mm. know. I feel like we need to do like a best of, worst of. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, But yeah, remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Overcast, whatever you're listening to us on. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Review us. Interact with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook page now uh, as well. You can find that in our link tree link with, with everything else. Um, But yeah, we will see you uh, on Thursday. Bye.